the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, it is coincidental at the very least, serendipity at the the most, that we have a U.S. president coming to Ohio today. And we have someone from Ohio who wants to be president going forward. That is where we begin a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Donald Trump on his way to East Palestine, Ohio, if in fact he is not already there. The kids in East Palestine are happy. They get the day off school because of all the security measures that must be taken when a former president visits their village, their town. That is... We will get to when Trump shows up, because I'm sure Fox will be covering it. But the big news to me of the day is that Vivek Ramaswamy is entering the Republican presidential field to try to be elected president in 2024. He is a central Ohio resident, I believe Upper Arlington, but don't hold me to that. And he would be the eighth U.S. president born in the state of Ohio. It would tie us with Virginia. Now, you say, well, wait a minute. Uh, Don't we have eight? Some people say we have eight presidents. But if you use the standard born in Ohio, then Virginia leads us eight to seven. Because William Henry Harrison, uh, while he was living in Ohio, when he became the president for what, 30 days before he died? Uh, William Henry Harrison was, in fact, born in Virginia. But we have seven presidents from the state of Ohio. And I don't think any from Columbus. One from Delaware. Is that Rutherford B. Hayes from Delaware? Uh, But we have had presidents in the past. We have not had a president for quite some time. Do I think Vivek Ramaswamy could be president? Yes, I do. Because he's really, really smart. He's really, really energetic. He is very well connected monetarily. He's a billionaire. And he's a billionaire because of his own brilliance. And I know we're in an era where rich people are demonized. But it's going to be interesting to see how the left demonizes and marginalizes Vivek Ramaswamy. Notice I didn't say if. The left demonizes and marginalizes Vivek Ramaswamy because he's running on the Republican side of the aisle. So he will be demonized and marginalized. It's just a matter of how they go about it. Right. Will they say he's maybe Don Lemon might say he's not yet in his prime. Right. Nikki Haley, 51. She's past her prime. Maybe Vivek Ramaswamy at 37 years of age has not yet entered his prime. We'll see what Google tells Don Lemon to tell us. But if you pay any attention to conservative politics, that means you probably have 
viewed a conservative news program over the past two years on which Vivek Ramaswamy has appeared. Whether it's Fox or Fox Business or Newsmax or ONN or any of those, because Vivek Ramaswamy is a guy who has built his brand, and your brand is your name recognition, your reach, your influence. Vivek Ramaswamy has built his brand on calling out what has proliferated in our culture, and I would say what is ruining our country, which is the idea that America's founding was deeply flawed, or worse, was purposed to disadvantage certain people. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy is scary to the left because his very existence, his very credentials, his wealth, his brand, his reach, absolutely undermines the view that America is a place where you are born with the chance to be successful, or unfortunately, because of your skin color or your heritage or some other reason, you are born with no chance to be successful. Because Vivek Ramaswamy is a first-generation U.S. immigrant. First generation. He was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. So he qualifies as an Ohioan to parents of Indian, meaning from the country of India, descent. So Vivek Ramaswamy is scary because he was a legal resident of the United States because his parents were legal immigrants. Oh, that might not go over well at MSNBC or CNN or any of the networks. You mean there's an advantage to being a legal immigrant to the United States? Yeah, there is. And there should be. And hopefully there always will be. Vivek Ramaswamy is a smart guy. He's an Ivy League educated guy. He started his own couple companies, sold them, made a lot of money, built another company, sold it, made a lot more money. And he's very eloquent on the death of American meritocracy, the death of the American work ethic, the death of the American dream. He's very eloquent on all of that. He has written two books to that effect. First was Nation of Victims. Man, does that perfectly encapsulate where we are as a country? We are a nation of victims. Ever since really before, but the George Floyd death in Minneapolis in May of 2020 was really the gasoline on the brush fire of lies on which the entire leftist platform is built. Vivek Ramaswamy, nation of victims, that is who we have been told we are, right? We are a nation of victims. Oh, if you're born black, if you're born in the inner city, if you're born this or that, I just... you. America is just deeply racist, deeply fill-in-the-blank phobic, and you have no chance to get ahead. Well, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy has very dark skin. He has a very funny name. And yet, here's this bright, optimistic, articulate, energetic guy who is putting forth a message that sounds like it came from one of the People who, you know, Henry Ford, John D. Rockefeller. I mean, Vivek Ramaswamy 
Sounds like he stepped right out of America's past, right into America's present. Now, I'm not advocating for him as a candidate over other Republican candidates. I haven't even determined in my own mind yet if I will advocate for a certain Republican candidate over another. I probably will. But what I advocate for are his ideas. Now, his ideas are not only his own ideas. What he has to say will be pretty similar to what Ron DeSantis has to say. And that's okay. Because the more people Republicans can put on the stage for the selection process as president, who articulate the same ideas, the more those ideas will become the fabric of the Republican Party's platform. And these ideas, anti-wokeism, we're not a racist country, we don't owe reparations to people who never were slaves from people who never owned slaves, the more we get these kinds of ideas articulated well and stated often, the more we can do what we have seen done to our country over the past, what, 10 years? The left has media, big tech, academia, and entertainment in its pocket. And all four of those entities reinforce the messages that we know are lies, that America's a bad place, that you can't get ahead. But the reinforcement of those lies, it filters into the minds even of those of us who virulently object to those ideas. You've probably listened to this show a time or two where I have fallen into the lazy habit of repeating that off-stated leftist term, gun violence. Gun violence. That's a leftist term. There is no such thing as gun violence. There's violence with a gun. There's murder. People don't die of gun violence. They die of murder. That's what they die of, okay? But that message is out there a lot. And the more that message has been reinforced by big tech, by academia, by entertainment, well, the bigger mountain it builds for us to knock down before we get our country back to what our country should be. So I'm happy to see Vivek Ramaswamy getting in this country. And I think the most powerful thing I have heard him say, and I've heard him say a few things on a couple different shows, is this very, very, very telling assessment of what America is and the fact that he was born at just the right time to benefit from what America truly is. In order to put America first, we have to first rediscover what America is. And to me, those are these basic rules of the road that set this nation into motion from meritocracy to free speech to self-governance over aristocracy. The people who we elect actually make them run the government rather than this cancerous federal bureaucracy. That's going to be the heart of my message. So we'll see if it resonates. Uh, he's already oddly being attacked from within the Republican Party. We'll have that for you and more on what's going on in East Palestine today. That's all next on The Bruce Willis Show. So I'm excited about Vivek Ramaswamy's entry into the Republican presidential race. I don't know if he'll capture a movement. He might capture a lot of young people. See, his presence in the race could invigorate a lot of young people to get involved. He'll go on college campuses. He'll knock it out of the park because he's very articulate, very smart, very successful. He's the kind of guy they're all trying to be. 
only he hasn't bought into all the wokeness and nonsense that most of these kids are force-fed every day in their college classes. He's written a book, Nation of Victims. He will be perfectly able to push back against any heckler from any crowd about, yeah, but you and blah, blah, blah. That's why I want him in the race. Now, is he really running for president? Is he running for vice president? Is he running for Senate in uh, the state of Ohio by first running for president? Eh, I mean, maybe. But I just think the more smart people you get on the stage, the more smart people you will have develop from that competition. So here's Vivek Ramaswamy on with Brian Kilmeade this morning, uh, fleshing out the reasons why he is running and uh, noting that meritocracy, work, working hard, American dream, all parts of the fabric of our nation at one time, but mm, sadly, perhaps not now. I grew up in the 90s as the kid of first-generation Indian immigrants who came to this country with almost no money. Skinny kid, nerdy glasses, funny last name. My parents taught me something. It's actually a pretty important lesson. They said if you're going to stand out, you might as well be outstanding. And the reason this is personal to me is that achievement was actually my ticket to get ahead. And that's why reviving meritocracy is so important to me. I think putting merit back into America, my dream was possible. You know, I I went on to found multi-billion dollar companies. Yes, I have done. I've I've written best-selling books. I've lived the full arc of the American dream. The scary part to me is, and I really mean this, if I had been born just 20 years later, I don't think my story would have been possible. Not in the same way. That worries me. And the reason I am running for president is to revive that new American dream for the next generation of Americans around those basic principles like merit, like freedom. Now, why does he say that if he'd been born 20 years later, what he's able to accomplish would not have been possible? Well, because you have seen the way that the left has tried to portray America as a country where you have to be born into privilege. In fact, if you're white, you have privilege. And if you're black, you have no chance. If you're Hispanic, you have no chance. And, you know, all this stuff that you know is nonsense. And it's powerful nonsense because it comes from the highest places in our country. You know, remember just a week ago, this didn't get a whole lot of press. But I saw a video clip of that, this last night, so I looked it up. Here was Joe Biden at the White House. Last Thursday, not even a week ago, now they were screening a movie called Till, which is about the assassination of Emmett Till. And um, they passed the Emmett Till anti-lynching law a while back. Talk about a law that is a waste of time, not because lynching is good, but because the lynching is already against the law. Let's make a law against something that we already have a law against. But here's what Biden said. Now imagine, you're a five, six, seven, eight-year-old boy, girl, in the black community, and you hear this from the President of the United States. Innocent men, women, children hung by a noose from trees, bodies burned, drowned, castrated. Their crimes? Trying to vote. Trying to go to school. Trying to own a business. Trying to preach the gospel. False, false accusations of murder, arson, robbery, lynch for simply being black, nothing more. With white crowds, white families, gathered to celebrate the spectacle, taking pictures of the bodies and mailing them as postcards. Hard to believe, but that's what was done. And some people still want to do that. 
That is what Joe Biden said last week at the White House. Now, since when, how long has it been since that scene that he described has been even true in America anywhere? Mid-1960s, early 1960s, at the latest. But this is the president of the United States trying to what? Stoke. He's trying to bring us together. He's trying He's going to unite us. He's a uniter. He's going to bring us together by dividing us. Just like he's going to uh, get us out of inflation by spending more money. Yeah, just like he's going to uh, restore American prosperity by raising our gas and grocery prices. Uh, so we have to cut this off and we need powerful people in powerful offices to cut it off, to say the obvious that no, America is not a racist place. America is not a place where you have no chance to get ahead because of your skin color or your ethnicity or whatever. There are manifold examples of people who overcome their circumstances. But doing that becomes extremely difficult when you are repeatedly told by influential influential people, like the President of the United States, unfortunately, is an influential person. Your college professor is an influential person. Your junior high teacher, your high school teacher. And we have filled kids' minds with so many lies, not only about America being systemically racist, but about the fact that, oh, you're going through a little awkward phase. Uh, you know, you're probably not really a boy. You probably were born a boy by mistake, but you should be a girl. What hope do kids have of persevering through any kind of adversity when the first thing we want to do and the first thing adults do to kids who are experiencing any kind of adversity is to say, here, take this pill, have this operation. Or, well, there's nothing you know we can really do to fix that except uh, wait for the government to fix it. You can't fix it yourself. You don't have any agency over yourself. And by the way, um, don't trust that person over there. They don't look like you. They are out to get you. I don't even know that person. doesn't matter. They're out to get you. So I'm glad we have Vivek Ramaswamy in the race. I'm sure we'll get Ron DeSantis in the race. We already have Nikki Haley in the race. Donald Trump is definitely in the race. I don't think the field can be too big until we get into January, February 2024. Then the field needs to narrow, but I assume we're going to have debates before that. We're going to have a vetting of candidates. I saw I saw Chris Sununu last night, governor of New Hampshire on special report. I was I was intrigued by him until I found out he's pro-choice. But we got a lot of smart people on the Republican side. I don't care if they come from business. I don't care if they come from politics. I don't care where they come from. Let's just get them out there and may the best man or woman win. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.